Welcome to Flipping Real Estate Like the Pros. Here you'll learn everything you need to know to be a successful real estate entrepreneur and achieve the financial freedom you've always wanted. There's no BS, no fluff, there's zero guru talk, just real real estate flipping knowledge. Here's your host, Greg Simpson. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Greg here, and I wanted to uh, record this quick little topic podcast for you guys today, and that's on bandit signs. And we get asked this all the time at our local real estate investors meetings. We get asked about this on our coaching calls. Uh, We get asked about this pretty much everywhere. And the question is whether they actually work. And the answer is an emphatic yes. Now, having said that, it's just like everything else in this business, guys. Bandit signs are something that you have to make sure you're doing on a consistent basis. So if you think you're just going to go be able to put out 20 bandit signs and you're going to get a wholesale deal under contract, be able to flip it and make $10,000, $15,000, you are sorely mistaken. Bandit signs is a ongoing process. So bandit signs are just one of the many touches that you will probably have to make with that seller before they actually even pick up the phone and call you. So there's a a kind of a couple of different uh, rules of thought on bandit signs, and that is whether they should be handwritten or if they should be printed. Uh, should they have a logo on it or should they should they not? You know, it, it depends on what your business model is, and it depends on what your your real purpose of putting out bandit signs is. So I'm going to give you some real life examples from us, and so. I'm going to give you some examples on both the trying to buy the properties or put them under contract, or uh, I'm also going to talk about the trying to sell the houses or trying to sell your contract. So in my business, obviously, I have a very powerful brand, 1-800-OUT-FAST or OUT-FAST Realty and Investments. And so we do all of our, like the We Buy Houses or the Sell Your House program for our brokerage. Those are all printed with our logo and with our 1-800-OUT-FAST number on them. Now, if you guys don't have a big fancy brand and you don't have a big 1-800 number to use that's got a vanity phone number, which is basically hardly, uh, mostly impossible to get nowadays, you guys are going to have to brand yourself a little bit differently because every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there are posting up signs that say, we buy houses cash fast, blah, blah, you know, uh, any condition, so on and so forth. So there are a couple of different rules of thought, but guess what? Whatever I tell you doesn't really matter. You have to be the ones that come up with that creative uh, verbiage. However, it does have to still say something along the lines of buying the houses fast for cash. So you guys have to kind of think of that, but they definitely work in both respects. Now on the uh, purchase side, uh, I have had very little luck with handwriting our signs because it looks like you're a mom and pop and it looks like maybe you don't have enough money to buy their house. Uh, it's a perception thing. And it some, I mean, some people tell me all the time that their handwriting signs work great and that's fine. So what I suggest you do is you test them, test both of them. Uh, maybe you put out some branded ones that have, you know, maybe your company name on them or they're just printed or maybe you should do, and then maybe you should do some handwritten ones, maybe the next week or in a different area and see how, they work and you need to be using different phone numbers for each one so you can track them. Obviously, we want you guys to be using CallRail. CallRail is a great tool to be able to use for tracking phone numbers. Uh, so you can get a CallRail account. I think you can get like 10 numbers for like 30 bucks a month, guys. It's super cheap. But anyway, the thing is, though, guys, with uh, putting out bandit signs to acquire properties for purchase or for assignments is that you have to put them out a lot of times. 
the reticular activating system in our brain uh, is activated when we see something over and over and over again. And that is what triggers us as human beings to take action on something that we see. So a good example of that is, you know, when you guys go buy a new car or a friend of yours buys a new car or your wife or husband or significant other gets a new car, what all of a sudden happens? You're now on the street, you're driving around town, holy crap, you start seeing that car everywhere. It happens every time I've bought a new vehicle, whether it was my Dodge truck, my Ford truck, my Toyota truck, my cars in the past, you all of a sudden you literally start seeing them everywhere. Why? Because you are seeing your car, every your new car every single day and bam, your brain is actively looking for that. That's why I believe that branding is so important on our bandit signs because not only are people seeing our bandit signs guys they're also getting letters from us with our logos on it or they're getting letters with our 1-800 out fast numbers on them um, for our brokerage almost everything now for direct mail is branded we don't do any of the yellow letters anymore so that's why we we do a lot of branding purposes so they've seen our bandit signs now because we put out bandit signs where we're targeting our letters and and whatnot we're also running facebook ads to those people. So they're seeing them on Facebook. They're seeing a bandit sign. They're seeing letters. They are also getting potentially cold called by us because we're also taking that list and cold calling people. But the bandit signs are just one of the many things that will trigger that reticular activating system in their brain. So without going into the branding part, you have to do a repetition because they need to see your bandit sign multiple, multiple times before they'll ever even call it. So again, if you plan on putting out 20 bandit signs and that's your budget, you better put out 20 the next week and the next week and the next week. And that's fine. If you only have a budget to put out 20 a week, great. Put out 20 every single week for about 90 days and watch your phone eventually start ringing. It's not going to happen most likely your first time you put them out. You might get some phone calls the first couple times you put them out, but they may not be very highly qualified or highly motivated sellers calling you. Uh, I found that through perf- uh, through our own experience. So let's shift gears a little bit. If you are trying to sell your contract or sell a house and you want to put out signs that say, you know, house for for sale, we do must sell, desperate seller, quick, you know, cash deal. We'll, we'll have a, we have a couple of different headlines that we put on our bandit signs. We put our buyer's phone number lines. We have a, you know, a call rail number for our buyer's line. Uh, we also put on there like how many beds and baths, so like two, one, three, two. We put cash only on it uh, and we put our asking price on it. And now these signs are never printed. Never, ever. Don't you do it. I have yet to see anyone that has a lot of success with printed bandit signs for selling the deal. And these signs are the absolute most effective signs there are. The looking for seller signs, the we buy houses signs are effective, but they are nowhere near as effective as these signs. And let me tell you why. With every real estate investment guru coming into your town or our town or any town across the country, uh, they are telling their students to be on the lookout for these bandit signs on the side of the road that say cheap houses for sale because they know they're wholesalers like us trying to sell their deals. So you've got uh, you know tons and tons of people looking at those deals and or looking at those signs. You also have the seasoned investors that know that these signs equal deals. Uh, whether they're actually deals or not, that's a whole different topic for another podcast maybe. But I swear to you, if you put out a sign that says must sell, desperate seller, something along those lines with those other other things on it, guys, and you put out, just put out, I, I put out 20 of them, same thing, put out 20, that's five intersections around the property that you have under contract. 
And I promise you, without, without equivocation, you will get approximately 30 phone calls per day that those signs are out there. If you if your signs are out there for a week, you guys can do the do the math. That's 200 or so calls off of your desperate house seller or must sell signs. You will be so busy you will not be able to keep up. This happens every single time we put out our bandit signs. Our phones explode with people looking to buy properties in the Tampa Bay area. And literally our our phones don't stop ringing for weeks after we've sold the property because we don't go pick up the signs. We just basically tell that buyer that's called us uh, that the house is the contract has sold or we have actually sold the house because we do double close uh, practically everything. So we do take ownership so we can say we are selling the deal or selling the house and not have to worry about getting in trouble. Uh, that's also the reason why we have a brokerage because then our agents don't get in trouble for uh, acting without a license. But that's another, again, another, maybe another topic for another podcast episode. But guys, bandit signs work phenomenally one way or the other. So they need to be a part of your marketing budget. Now, should they be all of your marketing budget? Absolutely not. Let me repeat that. Bandit signs should not be your end-all be-all when it comes to your marketing budget. They need to be a very small portion of your budget. Because if you guys go all in on them, you will. T- it may take you several, several months for you to actually get that deal. You are better off doing bandit signs along with a direct mail campaign in a specific area. So again, so let's say you use it. We use the zip code model a lot in our business. We pull a lot of our leads by specific zip codes based on where the hot markets are in our area. Okay. And so uh, what we do is we, we target those zip codes and then we create the direct mail campaign for them or our other marketing channels that we use. And we go out there and we get the ads ready, get the letters ready and as soon as those ads and letters are ready, bam, we go out there and put those bandit signs in their neighborhood around, you know, in the major intersections around the neighborhood. Okay. So that leads me into another part of this. Where do you put bandit signs? I highly suggest you do not put bandit signs, especially the big 18 by 24 inch ones inside of neighborhoods. Uh, I don't recommend it because people do not like them in the neighborhoods because it it's considered littering to a lot of people. So your signs will most likely not last very long in the neighborhoods. The only way you guys should ever put uh, we buy houses signs up in neighborhoods is if you have a wooden uh, like light post uh, that you can go slap a bandit sign way up high using a sign stapler way up high so people can't yank it out of the ground. Uh, those will last a lot a long time, but unfortunately because they're up so high, people will not see them as easily as the bandit signs that you would put out. Um, and so your regular bandit signs that are going to have the stakes that go on the ground, guys, those need to go at the most major intersections in the area that you are prospecting in. And so how I figure that out or how our team figures that out is they go to Google Maps every uh, Friday afternoon or when we're looking at an area, uh, we go on Friday afternoon, we look at the traffic on Google Maps and we determine wherever the biggest red marks are, because that's where the highest level of traffic is. Those are the intersections we want to put our bandit signs in. Why? Because those obviously are getting the most traffic. They're getting the most eyeballs in that intersection, looking at the bandit signs. Uh, but the other thing is, too, if they're high traffics on a Friday afternoon, because that's when we want our bandit signs out, those people pretty much are going to be at those stoplights at least twice, sometimes up to three times. So they can see our signs multiple times as they're driving through. So 
make sure you go do that so that way you're not putting them out where places that people aren't driving or or aren't high traffics. Uh, Another place I would recommend you do not put them is on the on-ramps of the interstate. If you want to put them on the exit ramps, that's perfectly fine because, again, people sit there for sometimes one, maybe two lights depending on the traffic there. And so do not put them on the on-ramps, put them on the off-ramps. You have to look at bandit signs as a mini billboard for your company. So what do you want your your bandit signs to do for you? Uh, Most of you guys, us included, don't really have the budget to put a consistent amount of billboards out there because they're so expensive and you got to sign long-term contracts. Uh, We just don't feel like that that's going to be the best bang for our buck. We believe bandit signs and the other marketing strategies we do are much more uh, feasible for our business long-term. Uh, maybe as we grow into a really, really big company, we'll eventually get some bandit signs and, or I mean, uh, some uh, some billboards, and then we'll crush the competition even more than we already are. So, um, one thing I want to make sure you guys understand, though, bandit signs are the cheapest form of marketing that you can do. Technically, they are super cheap in the grand scheme of like they cost about a dollar to two dollars a sign, depending on if you're handwriting them or printing them, and including the stakes. But the problem is, again, you have to be consistent with it. So if you're putting out 20 signs at $2 a pop, that's $40 a week. If you're doing it every single week, that adds up very, very quickly. And it may take you, like I said, 90 days or so before you get that deal. You guys can start doing math again. That that can add up very, very quickly. So yes, it technically is the cheapest thing you can do, but it can get expensive over time because it's just the way it is, guys. So make sure you budget that completely. Another thing that, that I get asked a lot is, are they illegal? Bandit signs typically are not illegal in most parts of the country. However, they are usually against a city ordinance that does prevent littering or um, vandalism, I guess you could say, like where people, you know, like people write down the sides of buildings and stuff and whatnot. So what that means, guys, is that you could be subject to fines in your area. So what I suggest you do, again, is put out about 20 of them and test to see if you're going to get any calls from the bandit sign police, a.k.a. code enforcement. I've actually gotten calls and had, was uh, warned in the city of St. Petersburg, Florida, that if we put out didn't pick up our signs by 12 p.m. the next day, we would be fined $250 per day per sign. And we had like 100 signs out there. Uh, so we ended up having to go pick up all 100 of our signs. And if you guys can, we want to do some quick math, say you have 150 signs out there at $250 a pop per day, that's $37,500 per day. Now, I'm not trying to scare you guys. That's why I'm saying put out a small amount. See if you get any calls from the the, uh, code enforcement board because they're always going to call you guys first. They're going to say, hey, please don't put these signs out here. It's against the code violation. And then you're going to go, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. And I won't put them out again. So what what does that tell you? Don't put them out again in that neighborhood. Pick a different spot. Take those 20 bandit signs that you just went and picked up. Go put them in a different neighborhood. Go put them uh, somewhere where... Uh, you can test it again, so that way you can do the same thing. You might want to change your phone number uh, on the next batch, though. Maybe not. It depends on your budget. But uh, you want to make sure that you put them out again, so that way you can test and see. Because a lot of times it, they see them because they get complaints from the the, uh, the residents in the area. So just be cautious with that stuff, guys. They're not illegal, but you can be fined for them. So you know, find an area where they where they do not get picked up by code enforcement. Like we just don't put them out in St. Petersburg, Florida anymore, but we can we can crush it here in Tampa because they just really don't care. It doesn't matter what area they're in. They usually are up there for at least a few days uh, before usually the competition or the people in the neighborhood take them away. Like we I live in Seminole Heights in Florida here, 
and the, a lot of times the neighbors or the residents will pick up the signs uh, and not even the competition and not even code enforcement. So guys, I hope you found this very valuable. There's uh, even more information on this on our website, flippingrealestatelikethepros.com slash blog slash bandit signs. Uh, there's also a couple of examples of bandit signs that you can do that are printed ones. Uh, like there's my 1-800-OUT-FAST one. That's also my number one converting bandit sign that we've done. There's also an example of just we buy houses and there's one we, we buy houses cash fast. And those are just a few examples you guys can use. So I hope you guys found this really valuable. If you did, please give us a like or a, a rate us and review us on iTunes and whatever other uh, media that you are listening to our podcast on. Give us some comments. Give us a like on Facebook and uh, we will catch you on the flip side. Thanks, everybody. You've just listened to another Flipping Real Estate Like the Pros podcast. You're another step closer to fulfilling your dreams as a successful real estate entrepreneur. We'd like to thank you for putting your trust in us to be your guide into this exciting venture called real estate investing. For more information, visit our website at www.flippingrealestatelikethepros.com. Catch you on the flip side, Alliance.